What's that horrible noise I can hear? I'm opening a package which has two lovely notebooks in. Just normal notebooks? Just bog standard boring notebooks? No, they are theme system journals from that are made by the Cortex podcast people, Mike Hurley and CGP Grey. So I just had a bit of an if you're buying in the UK, be aware that um you may get lumped with an extra customer's charge, as I was. Yeah. Um, also, I should so. say, you, you might not, because I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so they arrived, and then I wasn't in, and then they arrived two days later after I'd paid <laughs> some extra money. Mine, mine just get turned up. <laughs> yeah, so you may or may not be unlucky. 50-50 chance on our uh, anecdotal evidence. Well, they're very nicely built things. Um, I, they're built by a company called Studio Neat, and I have... Also, as well as the Theme System Journal, I just have a couple of their regular um, tote books, they call them, which are notebooks. Um, and by notebooks, we mean paper and pencil notebooks, not, uh, we're not talking about little, little tiny laptops. <laughs> yeah, and the, the Studio Neat notebooks are amazing, so I'm hoping to get a lot out of the, the Theme System Journal. Um, but why, why are we talking about this on our podcast, Ed? Why are we, um, um, because I want to talk about uh, how you keep your notes, or how you keep track of all this new knowledge. Because um, I have been thinking about it a lot because of new job, surprise, surprise. We're going to talk about that. Um, and there's lots of new things I've got to learn. So I just wanted to, I've kind of been testing different ways of keeping track of everything. Which leads us to the question <laughs> for this week, which is, how do you keep track of your knowledge? So the, the reason I got the theme system journals was just kind of just to keep track of things while not necessarily knowledge. It's kind of, it's a way of keeping track of how you're getting on with things in your life, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose we should clarify <laughs> that the theme system journals tie into the idea of having a yearly theme, like a guiding principle that you work towards, which we've discussed a couple of times on the podcast before. Yeah. And these are just a bit of like merch to tie in with that. But also <laughs> in theory, in theory, they are useful, a way of structuring your, there is a, a methodology behind it which we should learn i suppose yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna try it out and see what happens but i've also been trying out some other techniques for just keeping track of like programming stuff that i need to be aware of for my job and because i'm learning c sharp and there's been things i've been learning there so i've come across some new ways of keeping track of my knowledge oh interesting so I thought, yeah i'd be yeah i'd be very very intrigued to hear these new ways because i i have lots of different I, I, I will call them strategies, but they're not strategies because they're kind of ad hoc and just made up and adapted. Um, and they're not organized enough to call them a strategy properly, I would say. But I do try and have some way of keeping track of all this stuff because even though technically I'm not like new to the career, I'm still learning stuff every day and I'm still picking things up and I'm still learning more efficient, like better efficient ways of, of connecting things together and running little tasks and quite often it's things that you only have to do once and that uh, or once every now and again that's the real kicker because it's really quite uh, quite tedious to know that you're looking up something that you've looked up before like in in and by looking up i mean in the exploring like googling from first principles stance it's much easier to look it up in an organized fashion from somewhere specific where you know that what you're getting is the answer that you're after rather than like oh i think i've think i've done this before is this the same answer i found last time is this is this the same solution like avoiding that is quite valuable yeah and just keeping track of like little snippets i've been calling them of things that are useful to do like 
like we were talking last week about Git stuff. So I've got like a something where I can keep. It's a good good idea to keep track of like certain Git commands for doing a certain thing that you will have to do over and no, maybe not over and over again, but just enough so that you're probably not going to remember it um, off by heart. But it's something you still need to refer to. So, so are we talking about little snippets like this? exclusively or you do you have systems for wider like learning a new language the kind of knowledge that you accrue through that do you have a, an organized system for that i have yeah it's, it's one system for all of this essentially so it's one system to rule them all oh well let's um, let's stop nibbling around the edges and tell me the, tell me about the system i want to know uh, I've teased okay. it enough now i think it's to do with for someone that using someone was using git book yeah so what's What's the premise behind Gitbook? I don't. I've not come across it before. I think Gitbook is just a place to keep, I guess, markdown text, but just it's like a wiki. Yeah, just a a posh version of a wiki. And what do you get from this that you don't get from just having a whole load of markdown files in a text editor? Um, I guess it's the editing part of it and keeping track of like you do drafts and stuff. I I used it for about uh, half an hour and then I stopped using it because I didn't like it. <laughs> So I'm not I'm not endorsing it. I'm just saying the the article I read was related to that. Um, but I, I can't find it. This might this might be a case of Captain Distracto strikes again. But do you use when you write Markdown? Do you use an editor? I mean, do you use a, like a graphical thing? Or? So when I'm at work, I use uh, Visual Studio Code uh -huh. to make notes on like in training sessions and stuff. I mean, do you have like a, a are you running that in preview mode? So you'll look at when you write Markdown, does it look like you're writing a Word document essentially or? Oh, I have it. I have it both ways. So I write it in Markdown, but I can also see it in the preview. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I don't know Markdown well enough to uh, uh, be confident in my abilities that I know what's going to happen <laughs> when yeah. I do yeah. dash, dash, dash. For example. <laughs> yeah, because I've, I've tried every now and again, I will try and use a Markdown editing like a specific a tool specifically for markdown editing and i always just come back to plain old text editor unadorned maybe with like a mark i use a markdown syntax syntax highlighting but it doesn't change like sizes or layouts everything is just kind of as you write it and different colors but okay. um uh so the article was on dev.2 which is a fantastic website for it's like medium for developers and not spammy um by someone called Max Antonucci, uh, and the article is called How to Take Notes on Everything. And he has something called the Exocortex, which is using Gitbooks. And if you go to maxantonucci.gitbook.io forward slash study notebook, which I'll put in the links as well, um, he has this kind of notebook online version powered by Gitbook that kind of keeps track of different things. So he's got like a folder for writing fiction. Uh, soft skills, general programming, JavaScript, Ruby, nonfiction. So he's got like different folders for different uh, areas of his learning, I guess. And then if you go into, if I click on JavaScript, then he has like sub chapters. Or he has chapters in the JavaScript folder for different things. So the first one is component DOM manipulation, and then double versus triple equal signs. So I guess oh, there's one on carrying. We talked about that before, didn't we? Oh yeah, well, I could probably find this useful. <laughs> Um, but I think it's just a way for him to keep track of all his notes in one place. The reason I really didn't like this is because I started using it on my iPad, and you on is not this is the worst thing, but there's no there's no kind of app for it on iOS or anything. So you'd have to just go to the website on Safari on your iPad, and then 
there was the UI was not particularly intuitive um, for me this to is, get this using. Is the, the this is Gitbook, just Gitbook in general. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I kind of went off that and went to something else, which I'll talk about later. But in terms of Gitbook, I mean, it does, I, I liked the look of this, which is why I initially tried it out. Um, but actually it seemed like a lot more work than I needed and I wasn't planning on sharing it with the world like he's done and created a website or anything. So it's just, I wanted to keep it for myself. Um, so I felt like I didn't need to go to quite this level of detail. And one of the things I've found is with, with my note taking, I just want to keep it as simple as possible. Yeah. So I've written down my, my Ed's needs of a note keeping system. Um, which might be good to go into now. Oh, like a little spe little spec spec document. Little, yeah, uh, I guess it's here. Future request. The, yeah, it's in there. Yeah. Um, so I need it to be easy and simple to use. Um, so I need to have minimal disruption when I need to make a note. Um, I don't want to have to spend ages trying to get to the system and then create a new file. I just want to kind of be able to pick something up, write it down, and it's done. Um, I want it to be available wherever I am. So I don't want to end up in a meeting somewhere and be like, oh, I've got to go and get my iPad, it's in the other room. Um, and I want it to be easily searchable and easy to reference. So if I want to find something, I want to be able to get to it pretty quickly. Um, what I have ended up doing is using Apple's Notes. Apple, just the, the vanilla note-taking application? The Apple vanilla note application-taking oh system. Yeah. How do you organise that? Because I've used that for keeping track of notes for years, and it's just an absolute shambles inside, an absolute mess. Have you got iOS 13? No. No. Okay. Well, in iOS 13, it's a bit, looks a bit neater. I'm, I'll take a screenshot of this. Yeah. It looks, it looks quite organized. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, unfortunately, I can't, when you open it, you can kind of organize things into folders, just like this person had done. So, I thought that's fantastic. Um, unfortunately, there's one that's all iCloud at the, at the top, um, which I can't get rid of, which would be great. But then I've kind of got like, personal notes for things like meals and my TV watch list when people suggest things to and my shopping list, for example, um, which is in one folder. And then I've got and then all the other folders are kind of like this guy had done, like um, like Max, I think, yeah, like Max had done on his ExoCortex, um, but they're all on my phone, um, which means as soon as I write something on my phone, um, well, let's see, does it meet the criteria? Let's try that. <laughs> So it's easy and simple to use, very easy and simple to use. Yeah, there's no complications there. Um, if I want to take a note, I've always got my phone with me. Um, it's always where I am. So even if I'm not using a Mac computer, um, it's not there. Available wherever I am. And in terms of when I'm on a Mac, notes, they all sync over seamlessly, like on my iPad, on my phone, on the on my computer as well. They all seamlessly link over. So you are using it on different devices. It's, you're not just using it on the phone. No, but I mainly end up using it on my phone because that's something I've always got with me and is quite a powerful machine these days. I've got how an iPhone you, 10. How do you find <laughs> searching on it? How does that work? I haven't had to do that, but let's try one now. Um, I haven't actually got that much. I only started it maybe two weeks ago. Um, so if I want to search, I, I can't search the whole thing. Maybe that's a problem. But if I go into, so I want to work out how to do a pretty git log. So I go into general programming, I can type in pretty git log. And then inside the git note, it highlights. Yep, so it highlights that line. So then if I click on that, and then it highlights it in a document and takes me straight there. So pretty easy to search. 
in that sense. And there's no tags or anything like that, so it's not like an advanced thing in those terms. But yeah, I've found it pretty useful for my terms. I've actually been using it, which is something that's different to say. If I, I think if I was using Gitbook, I would have stopped using it just because the, the level of actually just going in and creating something is a bit too hard. And yeah, it's kind of, it's rough and ready, but it suits my needs. And it, yeah, I, I have been using it. So what yeah. can I say? Yeah, that's really interesting. And it's a good, like you're, you're finding the folder structure isn't driving you crazy. You, you've got a, like a way of organizing your folders that feels logical. Yeah, I, I think I've figured it out. Um, so like I said, I've got the notes one for my personal stuff. So anything personal I put in there. And I've got one for like different languages. I think if they're like a big topic, I put them in there. And I've got one for if books that I'm reading. So I've got a note on the pragmatic programmer. And then all the notes I've been taking on that in there. Yeah, I've, I've, I've not found anything wrong with it so far. <laughs> I'm sure I will <laughs> maybe as it expands, but... That's, yeah, I've been very happy with it, and it's and it's definitely useful in terms of when I hear something, and I've got a note for things to look up as well. So it's not just stuff that I know; it's stuff that I've like need to go back and look at. So when I'm working in, a, I've been doing some like mob programming, it's kind of like paired programming um, this week. But I have been uh, like as we've been going through, and I hear something that maybe I don't know and doesn't feel relevant to ask at that time, I just write it down, and that's something I can go and look up later. It sounds quite interesting. It sounds quite similar to the system that I've been using for a few years now, which is yeah, similar but much more chaotic. <laughs> <laughs> so I like writing in Markdown. I like writing that in the text editor. I started out trying to add, like, trying to keep that in version control, like my notes and like particularly like blog, like blog post ideas and things I'm writing for work, and also just ways of like keeping track of stuff that I want to know. Um, I really like having it in Markdown. I like having it in just plain text that you can just search through it really quickly with a finding project and a text editor or grep or ack or whatever the whatever the searchy thing you want to use is. It works. Um, I like being able to just cat the file in the in the terminal and just see it when I want. Um, so it just shoves it straight out into my terminal output so I don't even need to open an app to look at it if I don't want to, if I'm just trying to catch something really quickly. Um, and But I very quickly got out of keeping it in Git because that was a real faff and it just added like three or four steps. And like you said, the keeping it, like making it easy to use and use everywhere, that wasn't practical. Um, so syncing between different like actual proper proper computers is easy enough because I just keep my notes folder in Dropbox and that's just everywhere that I am. I have it on my phone as well, but Dropbox is horrible for editing. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I, so I've ended up using, well, for ages I was using a, an app called Byword. Um, and now I use a thing called IA Writer, which is a Markdown editor. And that they all have a sync to Dropbox feature, these kind of Markdown editing apps on the phone, which means that I could just open, look and make changes to things in an application on the phone, which is nice and quick and syncs straight to Bo Dropbox so that then my changes are synced everywhere. Um, rather than having, I've, I've completely given up on folders as a, an organizational strategy. Um, I find it, I've, I've particularly like, it, mostly in, in code projects, <laughs> like opening up a whole like chain of folders and like making a new folder just to keep one file because it's slightly organizationally different to, like the categorization for it is slightly different to other file, other files. I find that really annoying. I like to use file names to distinguish between things and then rely on search. I find it much quicker. Like I stopped. I used to have a really 
complex folder organization structure for my email, but now I just archive everything and just rely on the search because the search is so good. It, it saved, I was spending more time organizing things than I was saving when I was looking stuff up. Um, mm. So now when I'm saving a markdown file, I just make sure that I've got the date in proper, like normal year, month, day format at the start of the file name so that everything is in date order, organized alphabetically, automatically in the folders. So you've got to remember the day you found out about something to be no. able to find. No, no. It's the date, underscore, and then a, and then a kebab case descripting descriptor of what the, the file is, .md, and then rely on search. That sounds horrendous. I could never do that. No, it's brilliant. <laughs> no, that does not fit with my sensibilities at all. I need folders. I need organization. I'm the sort of person that an email comes in, it immediately goes to a different folder. <laughs> Yeah, no, I've, comple- I've completely abandoned that. Maybe, because um, I guess if you lose that, then there's no point. It, get, it becomes a mess, maybe. But you've got to keep on top of it. And I'm quite happy to keep on top of it. Yeah, I was spending more time keeping on top of it than I was saving by having it kept on top of. Oh, no. It saves me so much time. Like, someone sends you an email, or someone comes and says, oh, have you got that email about that? I go, yeah, oh, I know exactly where that is because it's in the relevant folder. But while you're thinking, oh, which folder is that in? I know exactly where it is. While you're thinking that, I'm looking at the email because I've just searched for their name. And it's come up. Okay, and there's, they've sent you 50 emails about different things. Yeah, and you just scroll for a second and you look. No, I, disag- I disagree. Yeah. I've In practice, this has happened in my teaching, and there were people like you at my school, teachers who didn't keep it, mm-hmm. just kept everything in their inbox and then just searched for stuff. And they always took ages to find anything. Whereas if someone asked me, I was like, yep, in that folder, there. Yeah, no, if it's in, I, I can understand why you would do that. And I used to be like that also. But. I don't think I'm like those teachers because my Google foo is strong. I'm pretty good at finding unique strings. I'm pretty good at Google whacking, <laughs> getting <laughs> the, like, finding the unique, not regex, but the unique string of characters that will bring me the thing I'm after. I'm pretty good at that. Doesn't worry me. I thought you, I thought you hated regex, Tom. Well, yeah, I don't use regex, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like that kind of like almost like the equivalent of like, the skills I learned filtering down uh, iTunes playlists with the iTunes search that would search by letters and wouldn't like would disregard spaces. So you could like type in a really weird random string of letters to get a very specific result. Um, it's that kind of search golf. Like what are the fewest characters you can type to get the result you want? And that <laughs> result only. They do that with regex, don't they? That's a regex golf thing. That's, yeah. That exists. I, um, no, I've not got time for that. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I often think I would love, to really go deep into regex but yeah like you say i do not have the time to learn that. <laughs> oh i don't mind regex i just not for searching my emails or searching my just seems crazy i would only ever use it in a programming in a program because i need to find a certain like pass a certain string i wouldn't do it for any other reason <laughs> i don't want it to integrate into my everyday life so yeah but I, i've been finding it really easy really simple um i've been using it every day to add little things and I quite like seeing things get bigger. So like general programming at the moment is just bash, docker and git. But if I ever need to find out about those, if I'm working on that, it's pretty easy to find. Yeah. So is this all digital at this point as well? All your notes are in the cloud? Yes. Yeah. I don't think I'd, I don't think I'd write them even if I had an iPad and a pen, Mm -hmm. pencil like that or a notebook. I started doing it in a notebook and then it's a mess and you can't search it and, there's no point. I use a I use a physical notebook for writing down notes in the moment that I know I'm not going to use later. 
like so if I'm talking to someone at work and they're talking to me about a problem I'm working on I'll just drop some things down there instead of just grabbing my phone because that's easier but um if it's actually like a, a concrete thing for a language or for a for us like how to use something in windows or something i'll i'll that'll become more permanent in digital ink mm -hmm. that's yeah i think that's worth diving into a bit more the idea of like taking notes as you go along with a pen and paper i find that so much easier than like writing on a laptop or on a device of some kind that like in a meeting oh, yeah. it's so much more unobtrusive to just have a little filled notes notebook and a pen um, oh i agree with that yeah in a meeting you don't want to be I think, and then you can always, if you, if it's something really important, you can go back and translate it from the book later. But generally, most of the stuff in meetings may not be that applicable as you go on. And if it's like a training session or something, I just take my laptop along and make notes on there. So on my laptop at work, I've got kind of a training folder with different markdown files in it. I'm generally, this might sound bad, but I don't really like markdown that much. Really? Oh, <laughs> I just, it seems like a lot of faff for just bit making things bold and putting tables and stuff. I understand, yeah. I understand the, the use and that, that it's just still plain text and you don't have to worry about like word messing stuff up. Not that I use word, but I, I, I don't have notes that's so complicated that I've just been doing that. So all I've been doing is bullet points and headings in my markdown files and feel like what's the point? <laughs> Blimey. Oh, that's interesting because the markdown changed my life completely. It's we've re-energized re my note-taking and every kind of writing experience. If I can make it in Markdown, I will do it in Markdown now um, for, for almost everything because I've always despised word processors as software. Uh, they're just clunky, horrible. The UI is ridiculous. They just crowd it out, crowd you out with so much stuff. They're getting better now, but that the stuff that they create is so esoteric as well. It's so like the files that they make are so laced with their own custom markup and weirdness that they're just not useful. Like particularly in a web context where you're copying files around all the time. I want to know. I only want to store the information that I want to store. I don't want any of the cruft that comes with. I agree. I agree. I, I, I agree with that. But then just. You I could just use a text file and just store the text in there. That's all Markdown is. It's just a text file where you just change. No, the I know it is, but then yeah. you've got some. Like, you've got you've got to use hashes and you've got to use dashes and. But I don't know. And then, like, if you don't do a space up, I just find some of the some of the ways that Markdown does like bullet point lists and things is weird. Like, if you, I can't remember what it was, but I was doing something with bullet point lists, and then if I pressed enter after one of the bullet points, they all spread out. And then after each of the headings, there's like a massive gap where I want it to be a lot closer. Maybe I'm just not very good at it, but I don't, I don't want to have to spend loads of time working out how to make notes. Like I want to go back to my easy and simple to use. <laughs> no, I completely, I completely understand that, but I'm very surprised that you've had that experience with Markdown. Yeah, mm. yeah. I've tried. I've tried because you, you always say how good it is. and I'm happy to use it. I'm happy for people to write things in Markdown. I can read them. No problem, but yeah, I generally, I'd rather not use it. If yeah, I well, that was that was the thinking behind it is that it's <laughs> a, it's just plain text, but there's a set of established conventions so that you know what, what level of a heading something is, and you also know whether something's an ordered list or an unordered list. But you, you can, can do things. Links. You can do things in multiple ways, though. I was I doing a heading? You can have like three hashes in front of it or three dashes underneath it. it doesn't make any sense. Why why have different options for different things? Just Oh, I've never really used the other. I've only ever used the hashway for it. And yeah, so if you do three dashes underneath a word, that also becomes a heading. Yeah, but I think coming back to physical versus digital, I think 
yes in like in the moment in the meeting with someone else it's much more polite and unobtrusive to use something physical and just have a pen and a piece of paper um and generally i think half of it is you only need to use one hand don't you i find i i can't type very well on my phone if i'm using one hand it's very slow i need two hands to like press the keys whereas if i'm used to using a notebook i could have it on the table and i've got a pen in my hand and i don't have to be looking as well don't, i don't have to look down at my notebook i know how to fairly easily write without having to look at what i'm doing so there's pros and cons yeah i'm always taking notes in a physical notebook so i have notebooks spanning pretty much every week from now and going back till about 2009 just stashed up and labeled and why because well it's very it's an idea that i've kind of been working towards i write things down by writing them down, it's storing that information in my brain. And it's more important that I'm writing it than it is that I'm then coming back to it and looking at it. And it was really nicely summarized on the back of the most recent pack of field notes that I've got. Um, they have a little slogan on the back that says, I'm not writing it down to remember it now. <laughs> I was reading, I was even reading it. <laughs> I'm, not writing it I'm not writing it down to remember it later. I'm writing it down to remember it now. And I think that's bang on I, I really i get a lot of value out of actually physically taking notes and writing something down so it's there if i want it they're all in date order and i've put the date of every, the date the note was taken in year month day at the top of everything same as i'm doing with my markdown files so i can pass it reasonably quickly if i need to but um anything that's worth searching in future goes into digital because search is just one of the most transformative technologies ever um I can't believe how people would ever get anything done before search. <laughs> this is crazy. Or before Google or Stack Overflow. Yeah, even things just like finding finding projects. Like when I'm reading a book and I just want to go back a few chapters to something that I remember, I, can know, I know exactly what the phrase was I'm looking for that kicks it off. And oh, I've actually got to flip through these pages. What the hell? What am oh, I? Life's, life's so hard. Tom. I know, I know. <laughs> This is what this is why I'm waiting for the transform. Like I think the next step will be these little AR, AR goggles. That these little the little uh, completely unobtrusive uh, contact lenses that don't interfere with anything, but will just automatically like point. Like I just have to think about the search term I'm looking for, and I'll get a little visual indicator of where it is in the real world. That's so boring. Do you not think <laughs> that's really boring? <laughs> what do you mean? How oh, come? It just makes it'll make life so boring, won't it? Just as soon as you want something, it's there. <laughs> no, that's know. fantastic. I think that's, part of the I, fun is the journey. Yeah, and sometimes you sometimes you come across things when you like if you're flipping back through a book, you might see something else that you remember instead of just going straight to something. Oh, I'm sure it's not actually going <laughs> to ever happen like that. But I no, think I was just it, these I was little, going along with what you were saying. Yeah, but these little technological, <laughs> these little tiny technological advances are brilliant because they're not stopping us doing they're not like removing the excitement and the journey from things that we were doing previously they're just moving that further upstream so we're, we're now like the excitement is in much more advanced things i don't have to go out and forage for food anymore and that's fantastic because it allows me to do all these other things i don't have to remember code snippets in my head because there's the internet <laughs> so i can have my I, like that ram there's only so much ram in my mind i can use that for other things and i'm i cannot wait until i do not have to remember actually remember people's names anymore no. and i just have the little glasses thing i look at someone and it just tells me what their name is and all the stuff that i know about them in a little 
doing next to them. A lot of people get very lazy and I feel like brains would go downhill from there. <laughs> I don't I think the opposite. I think that extra capacity that is being you're not having to use for those mundane things anymore gets switched to more exciting, more advanced. Things. I think you're you're not thinking about the majority of people in the world, Tom. I don't care about the majority of people in the world. I care about me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's evident. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, like I say, I've got no book. I've got notebooks going back to two thousand and nine. I can count probably on my fingers how many times I've gone back and actually looked something up. <laughs> Certainly over like from one notebook, looking back to stuff I had in a notebook before. Often, like you say, you flick through, and revisit ideas, and particularly if it's just spur of the moment. Ah, oh, I've got yeah, I've got this idea for a blog post, or I've got this idea for something I want to do at work. Write it down quickly, and then later come back to it and expand on it and do it properly on a computer. Yes, I, I I do do that. Yeah, so I'll have ideas at, at the weekend for stuff I'm doing at work, and I'll just write it down, and then that'll yeah. be a problem that took me four hours on the Friday, take me ten minutes on a Monday. <laughs> sounds good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds very accurate. You've already, you're already learning what it's like to work as a programmer. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I so I'd highly recommend, regardless of how you do it, is just finding a way that works for you. I think. You, Maybe we, Tom and I have similar ways, but I think there are probably a, a myriad different ways of taking notes. And I think it's definitely a really good idea to do that. I've become, I, I feel like I've become more productive and my brain is less cluttered. Uh, I guess that's what you talked about earlier about the not having to remember people's names, for example. Like you're, you're taking some of that clutter out of your brain and you're putting it somewhere where it will be remembered and you can just reference back to it later. Exactly. Yeah. I think definitely uh, taking notes is a fantastic idea. And especially if you're starting a new job or you're learning something new, there's definitely a way of doing it. Um, but you've got, I think everyone's got to find the way that works for them. I would suggest doing it the way I'm doing it because it was working really well. It's easy, simple, etc. like I've said before. But I'm sure there are many other ways that you could do that. Yeah, I think it's important that people find their own find their own way. But have a system, I would recommend, and it's it is useful. Or yeah, just try try it out. Try try a system out that someone else has recommended, and then you'll find the bits that you don't like about it, and then you'll be able to adapt it. That's exactly what I did. Yeah, the best bit of advice is don't be afraid to just get rid of the bits that you don't want. Don't stick to a system just because someone else has recommended it. Yeah, and bringing us back to the theme system, I'll probably use it my own way. Um, I'll have a go at doing it the way it's suggested, but I will probably end up adapting it so that it works for my life. Everyone's different. Everyone, We're all humans after all. None of us are the same. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what your theme for next year is going to be yet? Have you got it? Don't tell me, but have you got it? I've got, some th I've got some thoughts. Yeah. yeah. I haven't come up with a name for mine, but I know what it is. I had a really good name the other day and I didn't write it. I should have made a note because um, my current year is transition and that's very much still in progress. <laughs> yeah. But hopefully by the end of the year we'll be done. I think. No. Yes. So yeah. I, that, yeah. Two I'm weeks sure away or whatever. <laughs> it wouldn't be hard to guess what might come next. <laughs> <laughs> Consolidation. No. <laughs> <laughs> You have been listening to A Question of Code. Uh, this week we were talking about how you take notes and keep track of your knowledge. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Make sure you are checking us out on Twitter at AQO Code, where you can give us any questions. And you can also find us at AQOC.dev, where you can get uh, an archive of all our previous episodes. But of course, you can always just subscribe in your podcatcher of choice. Cheerio. Bye.